0: Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 71 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, Please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, informed, and meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. Today, I am thrilled to bring you the wisdom of Mr. Brendan Burchard, who has an energy and a message that is unmatched. In this episode, you will learn why energy is the number one requirement to get you to the next level, the key habits of high performers and how you can implement them in your life, and why obsession is good for you. Brendan is someone you need to know, dear listeners. So it brings me great joy to share his message with you today. So let's get started and let's start the show. Our man Brendan is one of the top high-performance coaches in the world. He is the guy people turn to for a science and heart-based approach to achieving their goals. High performers like CEOs and professional athletes to celebrities like Oprah all seek training from our man Brendan. Brendan is also the founder of the Experts Academy and High Performance Academy, where he provides students with lessons in business, entrepreneurship, psychology, productivity, and persuasion. He is the top paid motivation trainer. In the world, and he spent several years of his life studying and researching the habits of high performers for what would become his best-selling book, High Performance Habits, which was released in 2017. Brendan is dedicated to sharing his message and helping others live up to their full potential because when he was 19 years old, he almost didn't make it. After a bad breakup, Brendan became depressed, and he was actively planning his suicide. At only 19 years old, he saw no future for himself. He was completely hopeless. Then he was in a car accident that nearly took his life. It was surviving the car accident that made Brendan ask, Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? These questions are what set him on his new path to discovery and self love. After he recovered from his accident, he spent his 20s studying psychology and leadership so that he could understand why some people live unfulfilled lives and others go on to be extraordinary. Later, Brendan became a consultant, a writer, To coach before leaving his corporate job to do writing and coaching full time. Today, more than 2 million students have taken his online courses, and he has written several best selling books. One of the key lessons that Brendan teaches has to do with our energy the energy we bring to any room, to any situation we are in. It's a choice, this energy. And Brendan says that the right energy is a requirement to get to that next level whatever that might be for you brendan measured mental energy and emotional energy and physical energy in his studies he says that so many people wait and think maybe one day i'll feel energized i'll feel joy i'll be more fun once they have the money in the bank and the car and the house and the stuff Then they think, I'm going to be a fun person. Then I'll be a more relaxed person. But Brendan says, if you aren't fun when you're broke, you're not going to be that much more fun when you're rich. People have to learn to bring the joy to any situation. You don't have joy. You don't have happiness or sadness. We are generating the emotions and the feelings that we experience in life. And as soon as we own that responsibility, life gets a whole lot more fun because now we have a choice. It's up to us to determine the feeling we are after and live into that feeling and not just hope that it lands on us. When you can do that, you can begin to master your life instead of rolling with the punches and letting life happen to you. You can create you're right now by deciding what energy you want to bring and finding a way to get closer to that energy. Brendan gives a good example of exactly how he goes about this for himself. He was set to speak on stage at an event, immediately following Pitbull, who was making a speech and then performing four of his hit songs. Brendan couldn't be stressed or anxious in that moment. He had to bring joy out on that stage at a level 10 plus. So he closed his eyes and he asked himself, Where is this emotion coming from? He realized he was thinking in his mind, I have to go follow Pitbull, one of the top artists in the free world who can sing, dance, and deliver a message? And Therein lies the problem, you see. Brandon is just like you or me. His his success doesn't keep him from experiencing the pains of comparison. We all have these comparisons that cause us anxiety, that shut us down. And then we stop performing our best because we are trying to go follow someone else instead of just Doing our thing. Brendan identified the feeling he was having and he used his wisdom to get through it by naming it and breathing deeply. So he was able to lower his cortisol, reduce his stress, and get back to the right energy to go out and do his best. When we walk into a situation, we have to set our intention and we have to release tension. High performers are generating the mental, emotional, and physical energy they feel is necessary to serve with excellence in each situation. While most people just wander into the situation without thinking about their energy at all, without considering how they want to be in that moment, who they want to be. It makes sense, but it's not common practice. Maybe you prepare your energy for a job interview or a first date, but this intent is what we need to do all the time in order to be a high performer. Brendan says we need to get more intentional, release the tension we have, and walk in as your highest self because that is something you will never regret. Brendan and his team collected data from over 190 countries, from people who are in the top 15% of their field. From this research, he found that high performers have certain personal habits that contribute to their success, and they are more intentional in specific areas. High performers ask themselves, who do I want to be? Most people ask that question once a year on New Year's Eve. High performers are constantly asking themselves that question and are aware of how they are representing themselves in the world. High performers also seek clarity about how they would like to interact with other people. That means that before you go into an interaction, you are determining how you want to respond should things turn ugly. Should there be a fight? Should you have someone disrespect you or disagree with you? High performers are identifying this ahead of time, so they are prepared to be exactly who they want to be in that moment. High performers are also very clear about the critical skills they must develop in order to succeed. They usually have three to five current skills they are working on. For example, public speaking and maybe they're learning to become a better writer. Brendan says that learning is the ultimate lever to leveling up. You can't get to the next level without learning. High performers generate energy, the right energy, on an emotional, mental, and physical level. They are generating the energy that will serve them best in that moment. High performers also raise necessity. Which means that there is a moment at which it becomes necessary that they succeed at this. It connects to their identity. They feel that it is necessary for them to deliver excellence because that is who they are or because someone needs them to. It's necessary for them to do well because they care about it so deeply and want to master it. They are obsessed. When all of these things come together... That is performance necessity. When we are able to get to performance necessity, it's a game changer. And it's an obsession that we learn to master and grow into. Brendan says, if no one thinks you're crazy, you're not yet operating to the outer limits of your potential. Someone in your life should point out to you that you really care about this thing in a crazy way then you know you have reached performance necessity. It doesn't happen for everyone. But you know right now in your core and in your heart if you want performance necessity to happen for you. If you have something you are obsessed about, if you have some habit or skill that people say you're crazy about. Maybe you've heard that it's bad to be obsessed. But I disagree, and so does Brendan, for good reason. There are a myriad of things to be obsessed about that bring different outcomes to your life. There are more people who obsess about the length of their eyelashes than they do about the impact they want to make on the world. Most people obsess about their Netflix shows more than they obsess about their lives. Why do people do this? Brendan says it's about feedback. Because buying something or watching Netflix, being obsessed about something that gives you no feedback, it's not scary. When you have a real obsession, like trying to make an impact in the world, you're going to get feedback. Try to make a difference in someone's life. Try to change the world. There's feedback. One of our four central fears that we have as a human race is rejection. We are terrified to be rejected. And if you really want to make an impact, you're going to get a lot of judgment and hate and ultimately rejection. People are going to talk bad about you, say you're not good enough, or who do you think you are? People are so worried about the rejection that they stop or they never get started at all. It's easier to watch Netflix. There's no disappointment there. There's no risk. You don't like the show, you go to the next show. If you are trying to make an impact, there's a lot of disappointment and fear and potential for rejection. So people don't get obsessed about making a difference or making an impact because it can hurt Brendan says that one of the scariest things about an obsession is the way we tie it to our identity. This is exactly what high performers do. They make their obsession, their identity, and they become one and the same. It's risky because if you're about to go up on stage and your identity is, I'm an actress, it's important for me to be excellent at this. Then if you go on stage and you bomb, what does it say about you as a person? There's 50 plus years of work in psychology that advises us not to tie your efforts to your identity because of the risk of disappointment or rejection. The risk is if you are attached to the process or outcome with your identity, then the process goes badly, then you feel bad about yourself, and now you stop your progress. Brendan says that there is a balance to this obsession. He wishes more people would attach some sort of identity to what they are doing. They wouldn't just be going through the motions on autopilot as much. They would have some skin in the game. As a high performer, if you want to win, your identity has to be tied to the thing you are trying to succeed at. And it takes a lot of bravery to have an obsession that you want to make an impact with. We often hear that we need to find our strengths, follow our strengths, and aim our career based on what comes naturally to us. But it's not just about doing what comes naturally. Strengths are not highly correlated with performance. For example, Brendan sucked at speaking on stage, but he had the intention. He wanted to make an impact. When someone decides they want to have an impact and they own it, they realize they're going to have to develop. They can no longer leave their growth to randomness because if they do, they will always be mediocre. It's not about strengths or weaknesses if you want to have an impact. You have to go way beyond that and identify what the goal is and then build yourself into that. Which means you will uncover new weaknesses and new strengths tenfold what you see in yourself now, stuff you you can't even imagine. Your eyes will be open to the skills and strengths you need to develop to be the best in your field and become a high performer. Einstein said, only one who devotes himself to a cause with his whole strength and soul can be a true master. For this reason, mastery, demands all of a person. You have to be all in. And it's the hardest thing to do because if you are all in, you can feel like a failure. Brendan reminds us that we have to honor the struggle. I often say that it's important to enjoy the journey, but honoring the struggle sounds much more accurate. It's the struggle that you will endure and have to get through each day when you are on your way to achieving your goals and becoming a high performer. When we honor the struggle instead of hate the struggle, we can achieve extraordinary things because our mindset is in the right place. When you go to the gym, honor that it will be difficult and honor the process of getting better at it. The more you bring honor to it, the more you see yourself engaging in something instead of avoiding it and running away. Brendan says the journey to greatness begins the moment our deep desires for comfort and ease are overpowered by our desires to connect and contribute. Earn this moment and live intentionally so that you can be your best, become a high performer, and do more good for more people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me and spending your precious time learning and growing along with me. I am in love with Brendan and the energy and positivity that he brings. Please do not sleep on our friend Brendan Brouchard. He is cool. He is knowledgeable. He is motivating and inspiring, and I guarantee he will make you feel good. Go check out his YouTube channel and go listen to his podcast. I will link everything on my website. Now you know how to harness your energy to achieve greatness. Now you know what it takes to become a high performer. And now you can be obsessed without apology as you focus on doing work that lights you up and impacts the world. For all the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.